Hello and welcome to this episode of Critics on a Bus, the podcast where two best friends review the latest films and talk film theory. Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of Critics on a Bus. Cameron, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully, Paul. How are you? <laughs> do you know what? Coincidentally, I am also doing wonderfully. Oh, and Do you know what? I'm ready to offload a ton of opinions today because today's episode is entitled The Broken DCEU uh, and How to Fix It. For those who don't know, the DCEU is uh, the DC Extended Universe, which is a uh, comic book franchise and film franchise that, um, well, DC, sorry, comics, DCEU films, uh, that has had an, an eclectic set of films and film success and failure and we are going to chart out all of it and discuss where we think it's gone wrong and how we would fix it because because we have we have discussed this at length before we have and we, we have do, we do know that we can fix yeah. it we have the answer look all we need is for the right person to listen to this and then they need to just give the reins to us and yeah. then and then there you go and then it will all be solved 100%. so I want to I want to start by taking us back to a back to a a better time. Uh, I want to go back to 2012. Now I remember very distinctly. I was 17 in 2012. Uh, mm. I guess you would have been 18. And The Dark Knight Rises was coming out that summer. Mm. And in I think the April, The Avengers had come out. And I remember having debates with my friends at that time about which was better, uh, whether Marvel and what they had done or whether DC, particularly with the Dark Knight trilogy, <laughs> were better. Now, of course, from our side of things at that point, and even now, I consider the Dark Knight trilogy to be an incredible work of art. Absolutely. Uh, comparable to basically nothing. Um, but what was interesting about that year and that situation was that at least it was a fair fight in some senses okay this 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 wasn't you know anthony joshua against someone who weighs 120 pounds okay this was this was at least if someone said you know what avengers marvel that's my thing not dark knight trilogy it was understandable you know that there, there were these two franchises were kind of at least somewhat within the same ballpark Whereas today, if someone were try were, try, were to try to make an argument that that they preferred Justice League and Batman vs Superman <laughs> to uh, all of what Marvel have achieved in the past few years, we would laugh at them, right? Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know if you remember those times, remember those glory days. Uh, I mean, first of all, what it what it really tells me is it took. The, the entire amount of Disney to take on Christopher Nolan. Well, there you go. That's that's which, the real takeaway here. Which is, is telling about the genius of that man. Yes. Um, I do remember those days when, you know, like the DCU had started. It's been four years. Um, sorry, the MCU had started already. And it had been four years of the MCU and it was still nothing compared to the the Dark Knight trilogy. And I thought that was like the pinnacle of superhero films like beyond what uh, I've never seen and Avengers was fun but there was just something about the Dark Knight in particular 
that was just so incredible and just like immense and so the interesting thing is i am actually in terms of characters i'm a dc fan over the mcu of over marvel like right. batman and basically batman and, and the Joker. whole and, <laughs> and every, and, every and, and more or less every batman villain there is i think you know i think they have well the batman especially has like far superior villains the villains have a lot more like threat to them and sort of gravitas and everything Whereas I feel some of the Marvel villains were a bit too, like, especially in, in the MCU at the very beginning of the MCU, they're a bit too two-dimensional, a bit too, like, throwaway, of which I think we sometimes forget. Yeah, I remember I remember particularly with, with the Avengers. I really enjoyed the Avengers when it, when it first came out. But like you say, it was, it was a fun movie, and I think that uh, Teenage Me was just really enjoying the novelty of seeing... Thor and Iron Man and the Hulk, yeah. Captain America, all on the same screen. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, big battle and, and all of that, lots of good action, quite eye-popping. But I remember discussing with my friends about how I did find Loki a pretty disappointing villain. And that's interesting because a lot of people think of Loki as the example of a three-dimensional villain and one which is... who is He is know, one of the better ones. He is. I feel like he gets better as a character after the Avengers, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't really feeling him that much in the Avengers. But he, he's not, you know, there are a lot worse villains. Hashtag Thor the Dark World too. But uh, or Thor Two the Dark World, but <laughs> random goblin man. But um but then you you contrast that to, to Bane, to the Joker, to Scarecrow, um, you know, uh to um Harvey Dent, you know, it's just there's no comparison. No, there really isn't. And, um, but the, I mean, they are very different movies, and one's very grounded in reality, mm-hmm. um, and one obviously isn't. But the Dark Knight trilogy, does it pass a billion? Uh, the, yes. Well, the Dark Knight, the film itself, passed a billion. Mm. That's what was so big about it was that, um, and that's what then allowed Chris Nolan to make Inception because the uh, Warner Brothers were just like, "Well, you made us over a billion, so." Uh, we'll give some of that back. Go make something that, like, go make a passion project. <laughs> and he made Inception, which also I, I don't know if Inception did over a billion, but it it, it did close at least. Um, oh yeah. yeah, and Dark Knight Rises um, also, did over a billion. yeah, also did over a billion. It did over a billion, uh, yeah. As, yeah. Yeah, so that did over a billion, and it's funny because Batman Begins did under, it did three point seven million, three point seven five, point two million. Wait, three seven five point two, so three hundred seventy five point two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, as 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 normal films go, that's that's a good takings. But compare that to The Dark Knight. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's pennies. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, the glory days, as they never do, yeah, they uh, they did not last forever, and. I, I, do you want to do you want to start us off and just talk talk a little bit about about the moment when the, when things started to go a bit wrong? Oh, okay. See, it's a tough one because the basically Marvel did great, so DC thought, you know what? I need some of this action. Let's mm-hmm. create the DCU, the DC Extended Universe, which is what EU yep. stands for. Mm-hmm. And they cast Henry Cavill as Superman. Mm. Now, Superman is obviously like a, a 
fan favorite much loved superhero and they thought you know we'll do a bit we'll do we'll do a gritty version marvel's all kind of clean and spangling let's let's make it really like tough and dark and and grr and we will change the story completely (laughs) we will ruin them i thought i'm sorry i'm getting ahead of myself (laughs) Um, and they thought what they'd do is they'd create this storyline and for some reason stick amy adams in it and um (laughs) (laughs) so like they made a they made a man of steel a superman film with a really poorly constructed character of superman I think, um, and, and and the fact they just made this weird version of Superman where he's just, you know, grumbly and just like living on an oil rig. Doesn't he work in the sea or something instead of working, instead of working um, for the Daily Planet or something like? Th- they just sort of took what we know about Superman and was like, forget that. Let's just go yeah. with something else. And um like they went they they had Zack Snyder direct this. Mm. Um and you know, he made the creative choice of making it almost kind of documentary like in whenever they fought General Zod and like they got punched really far, the camera would zoom really fast, you know, like mm. where they've been punched, like some like random news crew had kind of stumbled upon <laughs> scene was like filming it like oh my gosh um you know, <laughs> like it was a Roland Emmerich film um, <laughs> flying news crew uh were just there <laughs> yeah. flying along <laughs> yeah it's just um Kryptonian news tonight um <laughs> and like I mean okay that's their that's their creative choice you know what okay they want they want to be different they want to be dark and gritty they used a very gray and um, black color palette when filming and you know that's fine and even the redesign of the superman suit i'm i was okay with um mm. you know it was a bit different it's a bit you know a bit more hardcore and i could get on board with that but there was just there was just something about the film that just felt a bit flat mm. it lacked that emotion and it lacked they made superman so cold and distant that you and i could never relate to him mm. you know we could never see him as the the savior of the world that he's meant to be in essence of of, of the poor I, d- I don't know what your thoughts were on this i mean a lot of the same i think for me what really hurt about man of steel was the fact that i loved the first two trailers that they released um <laughs> i they did these these twin trailers short mm less than two minutes they well, so had Cole narrated them didn't he yeah well so he narrated the one and then kevin cosner narrated the other which i thought was really clever this whole idea of earthly father kind of um space father and he and the voiceovers reflected the different attitudes that the fathers had uh so russell crowe's talking about you know how you're going to change everything because of how incredible you are and then kevin cosner's talking about you know you have a choice before you and you've got to decide the kind of man that you're going to be first because that's more important and you had the bridge of Khazad doom playing so music when gandalf dies playing and these beautiful just like subtle shots of like of you know uh, young superman and like I, I, I was I was I was just absolutely feeling it. I was like, okay, 
Okay, look, like I know it's this looks a bit non supermanny, but you know, Christopher Nolan's a producer on this. Uh, I'm I'm liking the I'm liking the new vibe. It's very kind of sort of inspirational type thing. And I I watched those trailers like like a million times when I was seventeen. I was like, oh, I, I I'm feeling I'm feeling it. Um, but then the the film itself was just bizarre. It was it yeah. It was just bizarre. It was I I it was. The dark color palette was too dark. It, it looked like other Zack Snyder films, which I, I do have a qualm with the look. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, Zack Snyder, he's not he's not necessarily that story driven, but but least he's like you know director. And it's like no, it's it's just it's it's weird and too dark and and too kind of experimental. I, I, I you know I too way too much carnage at the end. Just like forty minutes of just skyscrapers <laughs> getting smashed by them and like yeah. and you just get completely like desensitized to that and cgi wasn't even that good and like it, it and like you say superman's this dark brooding character he's like batman but but that's not what superman is no. as a character he's he's more optimistic more kind of you know good save the day they did try and do some play on 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 you know on this whole kind of like christ metaphor because that's a big part of the superman theme you know being sent to earth and savior of humanity type thing but not and they focused a ton on the alien technology right and on the fact that when he goes into and terraforming the earth i didn't i wasn't too opposed to that um except for you know he goes into zod's ship and he's really struggling with the atmosphere and whatnot pops out into space where there's no atmosphere breathing just fine no issue (laughs) just like inconsistencies i don't know it was just there there were there were parts of it that were fine like you say the suit new suit i'm i'm fine with that uh you know the the experimental punchy thing i wasn't a massive fan but that's that that's not a make or break thing film Mm. but it, it just after having just been blown away by the dark knight trilogy i was watching it and slowly as the film just kept going and going i was like Ah, this isn't this isn't of the same quality is it it just isn't and then it just get worse and i'll be like okay 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 and you know came out of it pretty pretty unsatisfied so i i wasn't to know that the worst was yet to come you know i (laughs) and and even the next one wasn't the worst so i i enjoy i was looking forward to suicide squad way more than i looked forward to um it's a few is after actually like the dc goes quiet after that yep. um it's a few years later and we get to suicide squad now i'm a huge fan of the villains of the dc universe i love joker this is the first time we'd see holly quinn in a live action movie and i'm obviously a huge fan of margot robbie um so i was super excited for this um the rest of them were kind of like meh i mean will smith playing the um, dead shot was interesting and you know we kept it was kept kind of hidden of who's going to be the bad guy why are they in you know why are they on a suicide mission and this whole sort of thing and you know the the trailers looked like kind of like films on acid it was all kind of colorful and crazy and flashing and looked really like fun and carnage and then uh, we get to the film and you know we have 
Enchantress is the villain. Well, she's not. Her brother is. I don't even know what her brother's name is. <laughs> um, I don't know either, actually. <laughs> random Egyptian spirits the villain. Yeah. Um, who, guess what? Light beam into the sky. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That classic 20, you know, early early mid 2010s theme of big light big light beams in the world <laughs> joke was hardly ever there now <clears throat> let me take a moment in the universe that they established jared letters joker worked um in that universe but we and i think there was enough if we if he i think if he was the main villain this is where we get into how we could have fixed it um Back in Suicide Squad, they should have focused on the relationship between Joker and 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 Harley Quinn because that was clearly where everyone wanted to see that 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 film go. That was clearly the relationship that people wanted explored, um, and it should have been something about the Joker should have done something. I don't know he maybe could have put up this fake thing of I killed Batman, I've taken over the city, I've done this, I've done that, or he's done he's gone to a different city where Batman isn't, and they don't know how to I don't know how to fix it. Or they could have been the Joker, you know, his laughing gas could have taken over and turned people rabid or, you know, something about that. And and that would have put a great conflict into Harley Quinn. Does she kill the Joker? Does she risk herself being blown up, you know, with the, the brain um, bomb? Instead, no. instead, we get some <sighs> random Egyptian god who I can't even remember today because he's useless. Yep. It, oh. Wasted potential. That's the story of. Uh, that's the story thus far. That's. <laughs> um. And like, what we wanted, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, were great. Mm. I mean, so much so we've got the Birds of Prey coming up next month. Um, and the, uh, the fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn because she is a really good version of the Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it was our twaddle. It was a mess. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But, you know, uh, yes, uh, absolutely. And I think that you've hit the nail on the head in that I feel like with Harley Quinn, with the character, with the first kind of like um, cinematized version of the character, I think it was it was good casting. There's certainly this sort of like iconic thing now with like the colorful look. Um, and I think that that she's fit the character pretty well. Um, and it looks like they're taking that and running with it. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it was a mess. And for the purposes of time, speaking of messes, we don't really need to dwell too much on Batman vs. Superman. Oh. Uh, we saw that one together. Uh, that was one of the first films that we saw together. And it was after that that we had a long discussion about how we would fix the DC- <laughs> DCEU. This was back in 2016. Um, but Batman vs. Superman, it was the most just... like shameful attempt to catch up with marvel there is ever been. <laughs> like yes. that's yeah. literally all it was it was like okay so we've had man of steel we've had uh, you know superman giving you an introduction to him let us now introduce you to uh batman wonder woman lex luthor i can't even remember what the big beast thing was at the end what's it called um doomsday uh, doomsday uh Flash, Flash. Sorry, they. Uh, no, no, he's not. No, 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 no. That's that's. Uh, yeah, that's well, later. That's, that's but um, I, but we'll tease Flash though, and we'll tease Aquaman, uh, and we'll you know, and all of that in one big film, and awful 
awful Batman. Uh, well, no, 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 okay, Batman wasn't too bad. What they did with him was bad. But yeah. Ben Affleck as Batman wasn't the worst thing about it, even though a lot of people thought no, it would be. It, it really uh, wasn't. It really wasn't. Yeah. And we're also still going to try and prop up Lewis Lane and and uh, <laughs> Lois Lane and uh, um, Superman, even though there's zero chemistry in that relationship. Um, <laughs> and it was an absolute mess of a movie. Oh, it was completely, completely. so bad. It was just this, that, everywhere, and then big 40-minute fight at the end again. Every, and this time, more buildings get destroyed. And there you go. And we've teased all like like later films and please love us and we know that we're behind marvel but we're playing catch up the end and, and, oh yeah <laughs> and this is where it goes wrong so and I, I i described this when i originally reviewed this film as a chocolate lasagna a chocolate yep. meat lasagna so <laughs> the idea is like everyone most people i had lasagna for dinner today actually people like lasagna people like chocolate but you don't want a chocolate meat lasagna together exactly and this is where i think this is the film that destroys the dceu completely mm. um because batman for superman came at least three films too early yeah right so what we needed we needed then was a batman film where you establish ben affleck's dark really serious maybe a death in the family batman film where robin dies you know the joker has killed robin that gives us a really good extra look at the joker and this batman um, we see the death of robin which we've never seen before in cinematic history it's an iconic storyline really breaks the batman and makes him why he's so violent in this film um and then what you hear in behind and in the sidelines and happening everything is what's happening in metropolis the fight with superman this and that you know the superman-esque thing and batman's you know sitting there maybe he finishes the film watching the carnage in metropolis um and seeing superman in 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 the midst of it and destroying buildings and he's going this can't this can't continue you know and then what you have again is a man of steel 2 where man of steel goes up against probably doomsday because batman was useless against doomsday he just ran away yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> and and the doomsday versus superman justifies such carnage and maybe that's why you introduce wonder woman mm. you know and because they both needed to take on doomsday because doomsday is such an unstoppable and powerful he is a he is a kryptonian killing um monstrosity he is designed to kill kryptonians and that's his only purpose Mm. right that that's that's it that's the reason he exists is to to do that is to kill kryptonians and you cause a huge carnage you destroy metropolis to to timber um at the same time you're seeing um you're seeing what happens after batman lost basically loses robin and his you know he's branding villains with with the bat signal and superman is thinking this is ridiculous and you he's and he works at daily planet so he's getting these news reports thinking this is horrendous this batman is not justice and you create the antagonism between them and then the end of end of uh man of steel 2 there's something about you know you know um somehow or some way that you connect the two the two storylines together and you know they're about to face off in the next one and the next one is them facing off you know properly the whole sort of build-up and you've got that little you've got the first act of the film to build up the the antagonism between them they're kind of 
tic-tac-toeing around each other in Metropolis and Gotham and and doing all those sort of things and then you've got the preparation you've got like a, maybe a, a, a first battle when you first see Batman Superman you know when he takes on the the Batmobile and like tears it open and you know Batman hulks out of him and he leaves and then you've got the fight between the two maybe get Brainiac involved and Brainiac mind washes Superman into taking Batman on to save him to you know to save the, the planet and you've got the Batman pairing and then you've got them fighting out and fighting out hard and something that Batman does something in some way he he clobbers Superman rids him of the Brainiac brainwashing and he realizes what's going on and like he stops Batman in his track stops him and goes stop this is not the way it's supposed to be and they figure something out and then they realize Brainiac is behind it all along you know and then it sets up something else that's just and, spitballing right now yeah but uh, but already it's better than what it was <laughs> like this is a, it's kind of like that whole kind of like meme thing that was going for a few years which was like still a better love story than twilight yeah like this it's like still a better film than batman versus superman like like it's just it just is like it, anything anyone could suggest would be better but so like for example take what you just did it's it, that would work because it's about truly investing in the story and in the exactly. characters and stretching things out. And if you're not, if you don't do that, then you end up with something like Batman versus Superman, where you get, you get the foreground of like four films of background, but there aren't the four films. Yeah. And, and, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, they rushed into it. Work. They rushed into it so yeah. much that you you couldn't care less about it. Yeah, and you didn't. I didn't believe in the antagonism between them. No, at not all. I. Absolutely, it was completely farcical. It was just it's like a ten minute build up of like yeah. one skyscraper blew up. That's it. He's dead. Yeah, that's that, that's it. That's basically what happened. Uh, no, so I yeah. So and, and and this yeah, like you say, this is where the deep deep problems come. The issue. obviously with this was that because they had committed to this because the film had come out and because of the investment in that they weren't going to do a reboot they weren't going to start from scratch again and subsequently they continue and to this day continue Mm -hmm. with that part of the universe still going but they have kind of well they did for a little bit kind of crank it back a little bit and kind of slow it down and they did one just standalone film which was very good and gave me hope uh that hope was later crushed we'll come to that but um and that's wonder woman yes wonder woman is a phenomenal just classic superhero film and as a standalone film it works great and obviously it is tied to batman vs superman because that's where you first see wonder woman but but wonder woman it was like okay we've taken a breath we've realized that we're not going to catch up with marvel hopefully um <laughs> seems that that's kind of come back to haunt them but uh, but and we're just going to make a standalone origin movie mm-hmm. like a classic superhero origin movie was wonder woman super risky and inventive like the dark knight trilogy no but but was it just character driven clever to an extent good action good like just good love story like yes yes it was yeah 
and it was a the most solid entry probably since the Dark Knight trilogy actually in the DC uh, you know cinematic universe um yeah i don't know if you want to share a few thoughts on that um very briefly i think like wonder woman is probably the best origin film other than iron man mm. like for our first film of any superhero film that we've seen that's that's in an extended universe the mcu and the dceu wonder yeah i was gonna woman, say batman, batman begins doesn't count right? yeah doesn't count, doesn't, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't count. um yeah. in between those two universes it's probably the best the second best outside of iron man um origin film Apart from the ending where it becomes a massive CGI fest again. Yes, but um, that's that's this is a classic case though because whereas with Batman was, uh, sorry with Man of Steel the CGI fest was then just like the last kind of like kick before it died. With this, it was a CGI fest, but I didn't mind as much because it was a character-driven good story. Yeah, I mean so, like, the film is still good. Yeah. Um, and Gal is just incredible, and there's a reason there's a there's a Wonder Woman two already coming out this year. Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was really good. Really had a lot of heart and emotion, and I really connected with her as a character. Um, so yeah, that was great. But unfortunately, that same year, <laughs> DC did as a hard one again and hit new lows. <laughs> hit unbelievably lows in Justice League. Yeah. So why was just speaking of so speaking of CGI fests? I oh. mean, you have it. Just 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 bad bad oh. CGI. That's the thing. We don't we don't need perfect CGI, but it's just like just bad CGI, two dimensional villain. Again, for some reason now bringing in a ton of other characters like mm-hmm. um, Flash, like the cyborg guy. It's like why do they feel the need to just keep just throwing and giving Aquaman, you know, uh, more of a film because he was only teased in Batman vs Superman. And just, you just, why, it's like, why keep adding things into the mix? That's the, that's the very kind of, that's the very nucleus of the problem. That's, that's, that's yeah. why, <laughs> you, like, DCEU is still not doing anywhere near as well as Marvel is because they've tried to play catch up and they're just throwing stuff in. And um, Justice League was another classic case of that. CGI, awful, um, and way too much of it. Two-dimensional villain and way too many characters. And there you go. You have the recipe for another awful film. Even though, and this is what pains me, uh, Justice League took a ton at the box office let me look up exactly how much, but it's like eight point these, something, I think, eight hundred and something million. Yeah, these films aren't making little money. Oh no, so six six hundred fifty seven. Oh, okay. But even then, six hundred fifty seven million dollars. That is a lot of money. That is a lot of money. To it's be made, double what Batman Begins made. Yeah, and for just for just this awful. I think mess because, of the film. and it's it's funny because. I think everyone wants DC to do well. And yes. so they go going, this time it'll be different. This time it'll be yeah. different. This time it'll be different. And it's not. Yeah. DC just sort of, they haven't realised that we got to Avengers and Ultron and Infinity War with like eight or nine films in between them, years of development and investment in the character. 
and they haven't realized that these characters these films are character driven stories that we care about what's happening to these people and it's not just let's just throw hot people in suits at big fancy villains Mm. that are like demonic guards and have huge Mm. axes and cause the world to erupt and they think that this and and also, like, Justice League teased so much stuff that's now unfulfilled, like the nightmare mm-hmm. um, yeah. scenario with Darkseid and the Omega particle and all this kind of stuff and the Flash traveling through time. And, like, they have the characters, like, people love Ezra Miller's Flash and they really want him to do his own Flashpoint film. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had Aquaman. And they really played on Jason Momoa's personality in Aquaman and made him um, not this kind of, like really cheesy character they made him a dark and gritty and funny and loud and a bit too boisterous and kind of like almost thor-esque you know but very mm-hmm. jason momoa thor-esque and they played aquaman in in the films in his own film very much to his strengths and i really like that it, it shows that they understand the characters but they don't understand how to put the characters together yeah no no exactly i think that's really yeah I think that's that's really it. The mix just lazy you see a chocolate lasagna, it just doesn't yeah doesn't go together. Um we can take a short moment on Aquaman. I personally think it's heavily overrated. Um but but like you say, the part of Aquaman that I didn't mind was Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Yeah. You know, obviously the reason it made so much money was well, not it's not the only reason, but a big reason is the fact that he's not an unattractive man. And the film <laughs> features, you know, him doing a lot of you know, whatever things and topless, topless and all that. And <laughs> and that will sell, of course. But he also brings personality to it and a fun kind of, like you say, kind of like the Thor equivalent, like Thor Ragnarok equivalent yeah. uh, to the DCU. And that was good. I personally thought the film was just really just know, cliche. And again, CGI was rubbish. I don't know why. Some people actually like the CGI at the end. Oh, and there was oh. all these random colours flashing around. It was disgusting. It was so ugly. It's an so ugly, overdone. Ugly and they film. get obviously you can't film a real life um scene underwater with sharks and yeah. turtles and like obviously it has to be CGI, but it was just so saturated. It was like a video game. It was, yeah, it was, it was so a red glow video game. It was so bad. It hurt my face. Yeah, it hurt mine too. It was half an hour too long as well. And also, what <laughs> was up with the costume of that kind of insect guy with the two huge red... No, that is, Mantis is a... It, that, I think it's the Mantis. Yes, yeah, Mantis. Yeah, that is it. his actual costume. No, no, no I know. But come on. But like, kind of do like a, a cool modern adaptation of it like like bane or you know or whatever like the joker or like just 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 make it a bit less kind of action toy like i don't know i just i thought it was anyway that wasn't the worst part of the film but like i don't know aquaman it wasn't the worst out of all these mm-hmm. but it certainly wasn't a good installment um <laughs> so we cut to 2019 and I, I must confess I haven't seen one of these films, uh, but we start to see we we see two kind of standalone films that seem a bit more promising. Yeah. So you've got Shazam first. Did you see Shazam? I did. And maybe you can give the lowdown. All I know is that it was it got fair reviews. What, what I mean, if you look at it, if you look at this, nineteen Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. 71 Metacritic and 7.1 on IMDb. 
Yeah, that is, that's very, very respectable. That's very high. So Shazam is basically about a boy, a 40-year-old boy who becomes a superhero by saying the word Shazam. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because <laughs> DC kind of went, hmm, if we go very marvelish with this, maybe it'll work. And it does. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Um, no, like, like Zachary Levi is very good as Shazam. The whole story and the boys and, and, and the family in Shazam are very good. They even have a sneaky cameo of Superman in the film. Okay. Um, you don't see it. It's not Henry Carville. It's just Superman. Okay. <laughs> um, like, and, like, they, they set up a really nice, like, family film. It's a bit, it's, it is a bit, like, Marvel standalone, like, generic villain sort of thing. Um, but they play, they, they develop a really good character and really good characteristics and really kind of thought out and well written um it's not like the most groundbreaking but it, it's certainly entertaining and it has a lot of personality and a lot of heart in it and people are very individual and very funny and very real to their characters and themselves which makes it which what sells it to me this is the thing so uh, i i must go, i haven't seen Shazam, but based on that and going into our next film which is joker Mm-hmm. I I think this is uh, 2019 is the perfect demonstration of how disjointed the franchise is at this point because from the sounds of it from what you're saying from what people have said Shazam is very Marvel-esque it's a bit lighter a bit uh, more humorous but fun and entertaining and then you cut to Joker which is uh, we both thought a very good film Com- completely different tone well that's not dceu is it no okay so it's not dceu but i want to talk about this because i want to talk about i want to talk about this idea of 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 what dc as a whole should should do to regain Mm -hmm. the audience's trust because i feel like firstly the com- the comparisons to Marvel are always they're going they're inevitable. Yeah. Because these are the two big comic book based uh, movie franchises out there, and and almost like with political parties, you want both of them to be good because then the, that tension and that competition forces the other to perform better. So if it's a genuine competition then actually everyone ends up better off for it. Whereas if one dominates, if you get a totalitarian government of, you know, like that's not what you want and you don't want them to like quash the opposition, which is the point that we're at now. Yeah. And Joker, I know it's not DCEU, but I feel like it once again, it's highlighted what DC does that Marvel doesn't. And that is the dark gritty brooding stuff and i feel like personally and you might just go on this but i i personally feel like this that is where dc should be going in terms of they should be the the the, the darker alternative to marvel and if they can get up mm-hmm. to a similar quality and if they can you know sort out this mess of everything clean things up reboot all of that but become that grittier more realistic alternative then 
I feel like we could then come to a balance in the force. You know what I mean? I feel like we could <laughs> the dark and the light and we could actually start having films of equal quality and we could go have a conversation like I did in 2012 where you can feasibly argue from either side. Yeah. I, and I feel like Shazam shows that disjointedness of DC as a film kind of, you know, uh, as DC films go at the moment. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like, I do think that Marvel's strength, um, sorry, DC's strength um, has been the sort of darker, more grounded in reality esque and it's it's hard because a lot of their heroes are godlike superman mm. Wonder Woman, aquaman they're very kind of god tier sort of heroes even shazam is, is comparable to superman um and what they do need to do is they need to okay what we need to do is is steer away from this like childlike and maybe aim our films at a more mature audience you know, not be afraid of the random R-rated film, not be afraid of, you know, going a bit more overboard. Uh, and definitely they need to take the investment. They've got, they, they've established that they want to keep um, Gal as Wonder Woman. They like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Zachary Levi sounds really good as Shazam. They've got those three. They're, they're rebooting Batman again. <laughs> again. Um, and they've got, um are pat in it for whatever reason they've chosen to go with him instead of john ham or um, um or, or john ham or john, or john ham, ham who shouldn't <laughs> be in batman in my opinion um yep. i mean look at that jawline let's go let's be real yep. um <clears throat> they've gone for robert patterson instead and fine whatever you've done that it's it's mis- mistakes have been made and they and they will continue to be made like that um but you need to keep the theme you need to find your theme you need to make and invest the time it's taken how many it's taken 11 years to get from uh, from from um iron man to endgame mm-hmm. your 11 years started in 2017 with wonder woman forget, <laughs> yep. forget forget um forget Bat- justice Superman league. Versus Superman. <laughs> Superman. league strike yep. that out of the cards the joker unfortunately is um a dark a dark this called it, it was called dc dark at the time it was a standalone like really dark and heavy films you start at wonder woman you've got shazam um you've got the new you've got james gunn's the suicide squad coming out you've got the birds of prey coming out <sighs> build up build mm-hmm. up give the audience time to love and care about the characters that we like we already do and then and then, and like, if 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 our Pat is not part of the DCEU, then what are they doing? If they've rebooted Batman outside of the DC universe, what the flip are they doing right now? There is already one uh, separate tr- trilogy incarnation of Batman, and there's, why there's would like, you compete oh, with that? <laughs> like, and there's and there's you know there's the Michael Keaton Batman's and Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Oh, hmm. George Clooney, let's go there. But like, yeah. You know, why are you rebooting it again? I mean, I don't think Ben Affleck should have left. Um, the criticisms aimed at him was wholly unjustified. Mm-hmm. Batman has always shot people. In the original Batman comic, he had a gun. Mm-hmm. In the very first Batman comic, he carried a gun. Um, so you, you people with your no, no, I don't kill rule. That's a Christian Bale thing. So get off your high horse, frankly, and know you. And know you <laughs> <please>. Um. <laughs> And, 
yeah, they 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 just I don't know what they need to be doing. They need to work on what they've got, which is they're doing. You know, we've got the the two films coming out now. Um, we've got Black Adam coming out next year. Dwayne Johnson has confirmed that on Instagram and Facebook, or Instagram at least, um, which is linked. And Black Adam, if you don't know, is the like arch nemesis and opposite of Shazam. Mm-hmm. So he's like the 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 anti Shazam, which would be really interesting to see um, Brain enter the superhero arena, mm-hmm. um, and focus on that. Build on the we we like Gal as Wonder Woman. Build on that. We like Margot Robbie as Harley as Harley Quinn. Build on that. If you've kicked out Jared Leto, I don't know what they're doing with the Joker because I think she kills him or she's meant to kill him or something. Um, based on the trailer of birds of prey it it, it's just they've made the mistake but they're setting their bed in some stuff they've already established which makes it really difficult they Mm -hmm. at some point they're just going to have to reboot random characters and just acknowledge that yeah yeah i've just yes and just don't acknowledge they've rebooted it Mm. but it's going to take years for them to catch up and they shouldn't be catching up with marvel that's their first mistake yeah Trying to make up the difference because Marvel are making Mint is why you failed in the first place. You put these terrible directors who are just so who are so focused on CGI junk instead of character development stories that you you've created this kind of just um, library of of just rubbish that no one cares about. You know. I do know, and I sincerely agree. <laughs> and yeah, I know I do. And, and I think there's really not that much more to be said in that you, like you say, you take what the audience clearly likes and what is working. You capitalize on that. You build on that. You take your time. You realize that it's a it's a lost race with Marvel at this point. And you slowly piece things together. Re, you know, maybe like you say, a few characters you're going to have to redo. Do it as elegantly as you can and and just invest in the characters because what's so ironic about comic book characters is that you already have an audience and a fan base before the film starts if they're Mm -hmm. an established comic book character Mm -hmm. so if you're then still getting it wrong there's an issue (laughs) because you know what you should be doing is you should be taking that character taking the best of that character and doing a really fantastic interpretation of it that both people love but also you know perhaps it brings them something that they didn't even realize could be brought to the character so people already know these characters and they already love them and then it's your job to make good movies based on them and so yeah they just need to do that (laughs) they just just need to do that absolutely it's about it's about just taking the time and not overfilling things dc have overfilled their films far too much um i'm worried about the new batman trilogy um because they've already announced is it catwoman riddler penguin i think they've announced harvey dent it's like who else are you sticking in this film like Um, you can't do that it's too much like i i once wrote a batman trilogy well i wrote an idea for batman trilogy um and you know each film focuses on one um, on on single story. 
they were all connected so by the third film the third film is it's called the, the third film is a consequence of the other two films mm. you know they're all connected but they're so focused on batman works best as a detective as someone who investigates an issue and he works hard to save a single take down a single villain at a time that's how he works um i think even like, oh hugo here's something like it just it just doesn't work if you're, you're overfilling these films batman vs superman was so overfilled between lex luther being evil doomsday wonder woman batman vs superman there was four different main storylines in that film yeah and it was, was it? so there was so much you couldn't keep up you couldn't you couldn't give any single story justice no that's the thing as well with with take the original dark knight trilogy it was generally we're talking a two villain rule per film so mm-hmm. you had scarecrow and Razal ghoul and then you had joker and harvey dent and then you had bane and talia al ghoul both then, of those both of those villains were connected to each other in every film though exactly there's and direct also, consequences of each other exactly and and also you have the whole sweeping spanning thing with talia al ghoul and the league of shadows running through the you know, all three films, but mainly the first and the last. But yeah. it's properly interconnected. And then you just have, you focus on Batman and his journey and his story, his relationship with Rachel. And it's 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 minimal in terms of, uh, by uh, compared to what DC is doing now. But that's why it works. Yeah, because I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. yeah. Iron Man does not try and fight um, the Mandarin, the Ironmonger and Whiplash all in one film. No, no it would just it'd be, be it'd, it'd be ridiculous, wouldn't it? Even even Marvel, they in in, in Avengers they fight Loki. Yeah, <laughs> the huge the huge film they fight Loki and his army. That's it. Mm. They don't fight Loki, his army, and Thanos rocks up half near the end and they take him down. Like <laughs> that that's just not how it happens. They focus solely on that. There's this one big event and for the 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 team up events, it's there's one huge like cataclysmic event that's happening that, that the not a single person can take out on the one, then they need someone. Well there you go. So if anyone of influence is listening I think we've diagnosed the problem. We've suggested some uh, medication and uh, please give us the reins and we will uh, take the story and uh, take the universe and turn it into something much, much better. And we're sincere fans. You know, uh, uh, please listen to us. <laughs> yeah, we, we say That's this we'll out say. of love. This is criticism of yeah. love because we it's want because the DC we to do DC. well. Yeah. The DC to do well. Yeah. I oh man, I can talk for hours about this because I am so yeah. passionate about it. But... Same. Same. <laughs> but we're gonna have to leave it there. But uh thank you very much for listening. And Same. if you have any strong opinions about the DCEU, please <laughs> let us know and we will happily listen to anything that we've missed, any other thoughts that you have for how you could improve the universe, do let us know and we would happily hear them. Or even if you're probably the one percent of the population that disagrees with us and think you get that that the dceu is is fine let us know too i'd love to find out yeah. if people exist like that yeah um <laughs> uh, rare breeds uh flat earthers you know kind of type thing. <laughs> 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 um, well thank you very much and we will see you in the next one see you next one bye thanks for listening don't forget to check us out on facebook and instagram we'll see you next time